The right that I pushed hard and it finally got changed, the married couples in the privacy of their bedroom, excuse me, the mar I'm thinking about the Dobbs, the Dobbs decision. Imagine, well, I'll get to that in a second. What a head scratcher. Who is that guy? Oh, wait. Yeah, that's the president of the United States. Did you know that? Oh, my goodness. That guy. Folks, I missed this the other day. No, I had it the other day, but we didn't talk about it. Kanye West, uh, a.k.a. Yee, but I'm still going to call him Kanye West, right? Anyways, he said of Biden that he is, quote, fucking retarded. And he did that, said that in an interview with Piers Morgan right now. Kanye West has both FU money and no fear of being canceled, boycotted, protested, or persecuted. Right now, Kanye, folks, has a great strength that most do not even dare to consider using. As a public figure, he has shown himself to have control of his character and not allow social bullies to make him be what they want him to be. Now, that doesn't make him the nicest person for calling the president fucking retarded. But did that clip of Joe Biden not demonstrate something? And that doesn't stand alone. I mean, it's a standalone clip, but that's not the only instance. I mean, how many times do we have to have a, a satirical disclaimer at the beginning that shows Biden either falling on his head or saying something completely unintelligible? Well, welcome back to the Prepared Mind channel, folks. I want you to keep informed and keep your SHTF balance. What I mean by that is we need to keep balanced, centered. Do not let the world get you down because it wants to get you down. Don't be discouraged. And yes, it wants to discourage you. Don't let it defeat you before the battle is even over, much less the war being over. We have a long, long, long way to go. So here we are. Welcome back, folks. <laughs> we had a great, great, great Sunday Night Live last night. Now we start our week-long process of monologues followed by your Q&A. If you're on the preparedmind.club and on subscribestar.com, if you're on either of those as a premium member, it's only two bucks a month, and you get to be here every day. And as soon as the video is done recording live, you may come in a little late. You can start it. Now the rest of the world has to wait. But premium members get first poke, first stab, first information, so they keep most informed. And it is you guys who are supporting us the most. And I want to thank everyone, though. Everyone, everyone across the Fruited Plains. I don't mean the fruitcake plains. We know where those are at. California, Illinois, New York, so on and so forth. Anyways, get your questions in if you're here live and you know you're live because it is 4.34 p.m. on Monday, Eastern Time. Anyways, we've got a lot to discuss. But as usual, and just like Sunday Night Live, I want to hear what you're thinking. People, places, events, circumstances, history, predictions, 
fears, warnings, etc. Get them into the questions. Get them down below to Jolene, and she'll get them up in the second half of the show. But for now, folks, for now, we're going to talk about some more information, right? The FBI. Well, today, Christopher Ray and uh, Garlic Merrand, and I have to thank the uh, the great, great um, <laughs> uh, Super Chat donation. I think it was Chin sent that one in, right? Gar uh, Garlic Merrand instead of Merrick Garland, the Attorney General, right? They are like the caped crusaders with, well, no brains at all. Anyways, uh, a former FBI agent, folks, came forward and said that uh, he's going to testify on the alleged inflating of domestic terrorism data. Have we or have we not seen a bunch of that? Now, yeah, uh, Merrick Garland and Chris Ray, they were supposed to come out today, and my thoughts were they were going to name you and me as uh, Make America Great, uh, America first. We love America. We love our Constitution. I thought he was just going to come out and say we're domestic terrorists and uh, they were coming for us. Instead, they announced that they're arresting a Chinese spy. Oh, okay. Well, good job, guys. You finally did something. Uh, yeah. But they have been inflating domestic terrorism data, saying that the violent right wingers, right, make America great, America first, patriots, veterans. All of us, they're trying to say that um, we are the bad guys. Parents were actually labeled. I mean, to, to say that they would name us, you and I, and the rest of good America as domestic terrorists, it is not a stretch, even though it's a shocker. It's not unbelievable because they've already done it when they said parents. That means anyone with a child. Parents are a domestic terror threat because they were talking to school boards. And I cannot even play the filth that I ran into today that was being read out of a school book available to seventh grade students, kids. Folks, that's that's 12 years old. 12-year-old giving them explicit directions on how to have gay sex. This lady was reading that to the school board, and they were like, okay, your time's up. Get out of here. We don't want to hear anymore. And she's like, hey, you know, we're voting on November 8th. And the lady on the school board goes, I'm not up for election this year. I mean, the temerity of these people is unbelievable. The hubris they have is disgusting. They want to claim parents are the domestic terrorists when school boards, teachers, and people who write this crap this pornographic crap, and then put it in front of students and say, oh, it's part of sex ed. Uh, sexual education used to be about reproductive health. You know, what sex is about for the purpose of understanding, right, procreation. Now it's turned into a smorgasbord of grooming pedophilia scum out there. But if you oppose that, Garlic Marin is going to accuse you of being a domestic terrorist. But don't worry, folks. Right? Don't worry. They are out there. But, you know, these domestic terrorists, they're not uh, right-wingers. Let us let me just read you this story, okay, this headline. In fact, I want to hit you with this. News alert! Pow! A canvasser. A, it's kind of like a, uh, an intern for politicians. 
Marco Rubio, he's down there in the great state of Florida. Marco Rubio had his canvasser, an intern, a helper, a gopher, right? He was out and he was wearing some clothing that identified him as a Republican. He was attacked by four thugs. They beat him so badly that he had internal bleeding and a broken jaw. Remember when I said it is open season, it is hunting season, it is purge time, and the left are coming after us, right-wingers? Uh, right-winger meaning someone who likes freedom. Right-winger meaning someone who likes the Constitution. Right-winger meaning someone who is not a racist. Where's the FBI on this one? This is extremist terrorism, yet they want to point to teachers. I'm sorry, parents. They want to point at veterans. They want to point at people who like guns and say, you're the bad guys. You're not just bad guys. You're extremist terrorists. So, I mean, this, this, this story is absolutely awful. And the reaction to it uh, by the mainstream media is crickets, folks, crickets. So this young guy, right, he's out there doing his job trying to influence people to vote for Marco Rubio. He was wearing a Marco Rubio hat and a Governor DeSantis t-shirt. Is that so offensive that he should be assaulted, beaten, hospitalized? It's unbelievable. And this happened in Florida, folks, one of the reddest red states in the country. He's gonna need facial reconstructive surgery I mean, I, I've been hitting the jaw. It fucking hurts. I haven't had my jaw broke. I can't imagine that feels very good. Internal bleeding. I've been hit in the stomach, hit in the ribs, kicked, everything else. Never had to be hospitalized. I can't imagine how much beating this guy had to take for that to happen. Unbelievable, folks. Uh, <clears throat> he was told, quote, Republicans aren't allowed in that neighborhood. Just incredible that this is going on in our country. I mean, are you shocked? Are you surprised? <sighs> I'm disgusted by it. I really am. <laughs> ah, pardon me. Cerveza sneeze. You know, we've got so much of this going on. These people on the left are out of their minds. They're violent. They're sick. They're perverted. They're retarded. And they have power and control in our country, and they do not want to give it up. Let me show you where this is heading, folks. I want to ask you this question, and I want you to listen to what I talk about, and then you answer for yourself. I won't tell you what to think. I know what I think. And I want you to ask yourself, is this the new normal? Is this acceptable? Is this what we should strive to be? So... On BBC, that's the British Broadcasting Company, on Channel 4, Broadcast TV, a comedian made an appearance on Friday night, folks. That means everyone's home on Friday night. Well, the comedian was a tranny, a transgender, an LGBTQI type person. And guess what this person did? He stripped completely naked at the end of the song, and then was playing the piano using his penis. Or is it her penis, because it's a trans, right? Is that normal? 
Is it acceptable? Is this what we should all strive to be? This is what the left allows. Why did they even allow it to continue? Why didn't they cut away on the TV? This is how sick these people are, folks. They want to expose children to this type of behavior. And they keep pushing it more and more and more. What is coming next? How bad can it be? I can't imagine turning on TV, regular TV, and having that. That is allowed. That is acceptable behavior by the left. But by golly, we can't have any any words that would offend someone. You know, we can't put Trump on the TV. We can't allow Trump on Twitter. But we can allow some complete fruitcake to use his penis as a piano playing implement. Just unbelievable. Unbelievable. I mean, if you exposed your kids to this in your own home five years ago or more, you would have been thrown in jail the moment anyone found out about it. Because, yeah, it's a crime. It's a crime, folks, to, to expose yourself naked, right? Nudity is not allowed. Well, unless you're a left-wing fruitcake, and then you're allowed to go on TV and slap your ham on a piano and run around because he's a tranny with breasts, whatever, right? That's how lunatic the left is. And, and I mean, let's. it's not just that, right? It's not just that. It's, it's how they treat our money, our finance, our investments, our economy. You know, and it's about time. Uh, it is so bad that Republican states, they're investigating financial institutions, folks, because those financial institutions like BlackRock are committed to pushing the globalist, environmental, and socialist agenda. But there's rules. The responsibility all of these corporations have is supposed to be to the investors, not their policy, not their belief system in a fair and equitable world. It's supposed to be about right, making good investments. The, the responsibility is to investors, not to money losing globalist policies. Right? This ESG nonsense needs to be destroyed. Now, I consider it a war. It is a war. It's a complete and total war. And it's a war that it, I'm going to have to fight. I'm fighting it right now. You're actually fighting it and you don't even realize it. Well, unless you realize it, right? Because you want to be free, normal, moral, good. The rest of the people, they don't want to be free. They don't want to be moral. They don't want to be normal and they don't want to be good. They want to be a bunch of freaks. And so they're pushing not only this crap on TV, like slinging your uh, your sausage sack at a musical instrument, right? They want you to treat your money the same way. Like, ah, what the hell? Let's just throw it in this corporation over here because they're so friendly and good. Never mind that they're completely irresponsible and have a terrible business plan, And right? They don't mind throwing your money down the toilet on these worthless corporations. Right? And if you even dare to stand up to them, they attack you. I don't care. I've been attacked. I haven't been attacked on the street. I'm waiting for that day. I'm truly waiting for that day because I think we have enough evidence now 
especially down here in the South, that if you're walking around and someone starts harassing you politically, that you have a right to defend yourself and you have the right to say, I believe that my life was in danger because of what just happened to Marco Rubio's canvasser. If you can walk down the street and have the shit beat out of you, hospitalized and almost killed, yeah, you have a right to defend yourself. But it's coming from the very top, folks. Remember Liz Piggy Cheney? That's right. Liz Cheney, folks, has been attacking Trump, attacking America, and now she's actually attacking Kevin McCarthy, who is not, folks, by any stretch of the imagination, a super conservative Republican. He's about as rhino as rhino can get. But she attacked and smeared him because he is, quote, pro-Putin, because he doesn't support unlimited war in Ukraine and endless streams of American taxpayer cash being sent over to the money laundering machine in Ukraine. You can't even, folks, try and be independent on any subject in America politically. Not even one thing or they're going to come after you. You can't pretend to hide, folks. You are either 100% with them, or they will isolate us, put us in a box, and come after us. Are you prepared? Now, imagine this. Imagine if you only watched this show once a month. You would miss a great deal of information about what's going on out there. What if you missed the stories about Republicans being attacked? Right? Republicans attacked and thrown on train tracks. Republicans attacked walking down their street. Republicans attacked for wearing clothes. Republicans attacked for having a bumper sticker on their car or a yard sign. Republicans attacked not just up north in urban areas, but also rural areas and now down south. That's why I say you need to keep informed and keep your balance. Right, The ship, you know, Tilts back and forth, yaws and udders. Right? You've got to keep your balance as they push us around and try and get us off balance. Right? They want to make you seasick. Well, I tell you what, they're just sick, period. Whew. Have you got your questions into Jolene? Right, Get them in. We've got a lot to talk about. For example, more of this ridiculous keep you off balance. Joe Biden, folks, is going after Republicans saying that banning sex changes for children, for little kids, is wrong, right? We should let the kids choose for themselves, right? Well, I mean, why don't we just let kids run the country too, right? They, in all truth, they couldn't do worse to this country than Biden and the Democrats. I don't think they could. I think you could explain to a child, okay, little Jimmy, should we keep drilling for oil or should we stop drilling for oil? And little Jimmy would say, why should we stop drilling for oil? And the person would say, well, because oil is evil and bad and it's polluting the planet and destroying the, uh, the, the environment. And then, and then little Jimmy might ask, well, why should we keep drilling for oil? And I think the fair answer to tell him is, well, do you want mommy and daddy to freeze? and Nana and Papa to freeze, and all of your friends to freeze all winter? Do you want to ever go on vacation to a theme park other than Disney so you don't get groped? And the kid would be like, hmm, do I want Nana and Papa to freeze? Do I want all my friends to freeze and die? 
Do I want to go to a theme park other than Disneyland? Yes. Right? What choice do you think the child would make? They don't understand the complexities of the environment, but they certainly know what a theme park is, right? Joe Biden, he lives in a world of ice cream, daisies, unicorns, and, and pull-up underwear for adults. This guy is lost. Kids couldn't make worse decisions for our, our whole country. So I guess maybe he's got a point. Yeah, the, he sees no problem in letting kids decide to cut off their genitals, to mutilate themselves, to completely destroy their physiological development by giving them uh, uh, developmental inhibitors, right? Puberty blockers. Let kids choose, huh, Joe? Good thinking, pal. That's how sick these people are, folks. Truly is. It truly is. Now, I want to remind everyone that there is a threat that Russia says is happening, that a dirty bomb is going to be used in Ukraine by Ukraine or someone else on that side of the fence in order to draw the rest of the world into Ukraine in its fight against Russia. Now, this playbook, folks, but it's the same as the old playbook. In fact, this playbook is centuries old, and it keeps getting used again and again and again. Why? Because most people aren't informed. Why? Because most people have no idea what history teaches. They won't look left. They won't look right to history and what has been done in the past, but this is what governments, tyrants have always done. They want a war. They want to fight. They want to conquer someone else. They want to take someone else's stuff. And so they create a scenario by which war is the only acceptable outcome. And then they convince their people through a series of accidents, right? They need the support of the people because they need those people to go fight that war for them. Do you want our military over in Ukraine? I don't. Do I want our military fighting against Russia? I do not. Do I want our military, Americans, being exposed to radioactive materials. No, I didn't want it for the Gulf War. I didn't want it for Gulf War II. I didn't want it for any of these wars. No depleted uranium on the battlefield, please, but it happens. It truly is, folks. The Russians are warning. It's kind of a World War III update. Keep your balance, folks. Don't let yourself be swayed. Right? I know who the good guys are. You guys want to know who the good guys are? It's you and me, the decent people of the planet who aren't running out there trying to uh, create a war that's going to benefit the billionaire elite oligarchs. It's unbelievable what they're pushing for. And it's frightening and it's shocking. Right? But people have had it with these scumbags. Right? And, and they don't seem to realize it, folks. Now, I've got this news flash. Thank you, Mr. T, for that great little piece. Unhinged climate activists go and find King Charles's, right, the new king. Remember, Queen Elizabeth passed away. So the new king is going to be Charles, and he has a wax statue in London at Madame Tussauds Wax Museum. 
So a bunch of wacko activists, folks, smash cakes, <laughs> right, all over him. Now, here's the deal. Multiple groups on the right and the left, they're completely disgusted with the elites, with the royals and the oligarchs, that is the rich billionaires. But who's going to win this? Who's going to win or, and or will there be a revolution? Who's going to win it? Are these wacko cake painting, you know, cake throwing, pie throwing, paint throwing, glue themselves to the ground idiots? Are they going to win this battle of ideas? The last thing you're going to see me doing, folks, is gluing myself to the ground or to an object. Can you imagine that? I mean, what am I trying to prove? Okay, I'm gluing myself down or I'm going to go on a hunger strike. That's it, folks. I'm not going to eat anything. You know, the only one I'm hurting is me. Right, that's it. These people are that stupid. I can't see them winning an argument, much less a battle. But they, folks, even these leftist wackos, they're not enamored with the elite oligarchs. They're not enamored with the royalty and the aristocrats. Everyone hates them. It's just who is going to win, right? It is only by staying informed and being intelligent, right, and keeping our balance mentally that we can continue to win this argument. We're winning over, folks, you and I, right now. We are winning over everybody. Now, get this. Joy Reid, mainstream media idiot, and Jamel Hill, mainstream media idiot. They're on TV. They're on MSNBC or whatever. They have a complete meltdown because Governor DeSantis down in Florida is being supported by the Hispanic population. Can you believe that? It looks like for the first time in a long time, Miami-Dade is going to tip over to Governor DeSantis. So these leftist racists are just screaming mad about it and melting down. They don't seem to understand that they're losing support because nobody is as stupid as they are, or shall I say as brainwashed as they are, or out of balance. I mean, they want pornography for kids. They want sex change operations for children. They want mandatory stupidity training in school. They want to stop educating kids. That's just the kid thing. They want businesses to stop worrying about making money and running properly and start hiring idiots and filling positions just so their boardrooms look good. There's plenty of smart people out there to hire folks. Right? Would you want the biggest idiots on the planet handling your future? Or do we want intelligent people? So it's not just business. It's government also because the government is involved in our economic future, our monetary future, our legal future. And they are that stupid, folks. We need to stay informed and understand right, what is going on in this country. They're losing their voter base because they're completely pissing them off. They're completely pissing them off. Unbelievable. What is happening out there? Okay. Uh, <clears throat> let us continue, if we shall. But first, get your questions in, down in the comment section to Jolene. 
and I want to I want to say this. Uh, the creator of the cartoon or comic strip Dilbert, uh, Scott Adam, he made a correct prediction uh, way back in 2020. And he said, Republicans are being hunted down uh, since Biden won the election. Now, I have to say this. It appears that being a satirist, a comedian, has proven to be the best way to observe, predict, and present what is going on in this country and around the world, right? I've had to change uh, somewhat my approach, which has always used humor, but now I have to stand behind the shield of satire. Otherwise, I'm not allowed to speak. <laughs> but yeah, Dilbert is now out there continuing to say violence is here. And have we or have we not brought it up? cataloged it, stayed informed. And it's not just, I mean, it's really not just me. And it's not just uh, cartoonists. I mean, you, you, people are making fun of what's going on around the world, right? I'm not making fun of America. I'm making fun of the idiots running it. Now, even the crown prince, Muhammad bin Salman of Saudi Arabia, he openly, publicly, humiliated and mocked Biden said he is mentally challenged right as United States Saudi relations continue to disintegrate there is no respect for Biden there's no respect for Washington DC there's no respect for NATO there's no respect for Europe coming from these people and we're supposed to pretend like we run them the Middle East, the oil-producing and exporting countries, OPEC and OPEC+, Plus, which includes Russia, who is allied with China. They're splitting the world, folks. Absolutely splitting the world. And we're going to be on the side that has no energy because the idiots in charge, folks, are making every single decision exactly in the wrong way. And that is how I'm going <laughs> to... <laughs> end my monologue, and then turn it over to you guys and your questions in the Q&A. Are you ready? And we're back. <laughs> Okay, we got Jolene behind the scenes. We've got Uman behind the scenes. We're all here behind the scenes. <laughs> what do we want to talk about next? We've got Kathy Lamaster checking in, always with good comments, questions, suggestions. And she says, since I've been traveling lately, have y'all or John discussed the people that are supposed to be standing outside voter boxes in Phoenix and why or if that's actually true? The answer is yes, people are standing outside and watching these drop boxes, not just in Phoenix, but around the entire state. They're filming people who are driving up to these boxes because they want to see what they're doing and they want to record it. Right? People have caught others putting uh, coverings, hiding their license plates because they don't want to be caught. Now, if they're not doing anything illegal, why would they worry? 
It's not like Republicans are attacking Democrats and beating the ever-loving shit out of them and sending them to the hospital, right? No, no, because we would hear about that. We would hear about that if that was true and what was happening. But they, folks, have complained. They have had a hell of a time. And I'll tell you what, Kathy, some of these people who watch these boxes, guess what? They are dressing with tactical gear. <laughs> and that has enraged the leftists. Oh, my God, they feel intimidated. Well, don't you think that it would be wise for anyone who is engaging in lawful, allowed behavior like watching the voting system to try and catalog any cheating. They might feel like they're threatened. Now, these, these Dropbox watchers, they're not standing five or 10 feet away from these boxes. They're sitting back in their vehicles or outside their vehicles, keeping an eye on what's happening. But they're not committing any crimes. They're not intimidating or threatening people. You know why I know? Because if they were, we would be well, well, well informed by the mainstream media. And I'm sure Garlic Merrand of the Department of Justice and Chris Ray of the FBI would be investigating and arresting anybody for daring to impede voting. We are in dire straits. This country is on the verge of losing its shit. And I think that's happening. The predictions are coming in now based on what we're seeing, that the radical leftists are becoming more and more violent, more and more intolerant. They don't allow us to speak freely. They don't allow us to behave and act free. They want everyone kowtowing, afraid of the consequences of confronting their stupid ideas with rational thought, right, <laughs> and uh, using a moral basis for it. They ask stupid questions like, what harm comes of telling children about transsexuals and drag queens? What harm comes from showing them that stuff? It's like they just completely ignore and eliminate from their mind hundreds and thousands of years of known child-rearing technique, which is if you want your children to be moral, they have to see moral in their lives. If you show them immoral, they become immoral. They become desensitized. They can't tell the difference between moral and immoral. Anyways, yeah, the drop boxes are there. People are watching. And this is actually going on around the country, Kathy. Around the country where early voting has started, people are out watching. And I commend them. And I thank them all. Because we know what is going on. We know that the leftists, the radical, crazy, immoral, indecent, uh, leftists who told us back in 2020 they will lie, cheat, and steal to win this election or that election. I'm sure that belief system theirs has not changed, nor has their willingness to commit crimes in order to get their people elected. In fact, in the last two weeks, I think another two people have been charged with election crimes in Arizona, and I think one of them was right there in Phoenix because they are caught cheating. And the evidence was so overwhelming that it could not be ignored or swept under the rug. That's how bad, folks, how bad they must be for the government in these Democrat strongholds to allow them to be prosecuted. Unfreaking believable 
All right, who is next, Jolene? Who do we have up? And we've got, well, it's David. And he says, what in the world is going on with Potato Head threatening the Saudis and them in return threatening us with more jihadi terrorist attacks? Well, you see, David, that's how you win friends and influence people. What you do is when you want someone to do you a favor, like produce more oil cheaper, what you do is you threaten them. <laughs> no, actually, you don't. You see, international trade or national trade, you know, trade between people, trade between companies, it requires a level of cooperation and understanding that any trade, any deal has to be mutually beneficial. You know, so how is it beneficial for Saudi Arabia to sell its oil for less money than what they could sell it for if they do it the way they want? Right? They can sell the same amount of oil for more or same, sell the same or half the amount of oil and make the same amount of money. What benefit is to them to do what Biden wants? So Biden wants to threaten them with, we're going to take away our tanks and we're going to take away our planes. We are not going to supply you with weapons. We're not going to give you United States dollars, you know, Federal Reserve notes anymore. Well, the Saudis uh, seem to understand that, hmm, those U.S. dollars are still steaming hot coming off the printing press and that they're purchasing 10% less, right, on an annual basis. So in other words, they're getting paid with quickly depreciating paper. Why should they accept that? Why should they enter into any long-term or even mid-term contracts and deals? How does it benefit Saudi Arabia to kiss the ass of the Biden and give Biden what he wants? Now, as discussed earlier, before we went to the transition, <laughs> use the word transition, from monologue over to the Q&A, I pointed out that the crown prince, Mohammed bin Salman, uh, rightly criticized Biden for sounding like an idiot. And Biden wants to threaten Saudi Arabia and talk shit. Now, two years ago, two and a half years ago, three, four, five years ago, a threat coming from the president of the United States towards Saudi Arabia would be treated quite a bit differently because back then Trump was president, right? He commanded an entirely different attitude from the situation. Did he or did he not? Why is it that Trump could get Saudi Arabia to cooperate and much of the country had fuel between 2 and $3 a gallon, whereas with Biden we have fuel between 5 and $10 a gallon? I know there's some places that are under 4 now. I get it. But still, folks, that's double what it was. Some places in California are off the hook. They're pushing that $10 mark. Unbelievable. Right? Why should Saudi Arabia or any other oil-producing country give a shit if all they're going to get is insulted and threatened by a bunch of wacko fruitcake left-wing self-destructive morons in Washington, D.C.? I think Saudi Arabia has essentially set up a cooperative agreement with Russia to provide for its protection. In other words, the United States of America is losing its allies in the Middle East, in the oil-producing nations. And this happened 50 years ago. And uh, <clears throat> at that time, 
uh, Richard Milhouse Nixon was president. And we had all kinds of trouble coming out of the Middle East over gas. We had a fuel crisis. We had a monetary crisis. We had a gold crisis. <sighs> Are you prepared? Folks, the best answer for any of this is to have food, water, shelter, clothing, medicine, means of self-defense. They want to feed you bugs or, uh, shall we say, hormone-manipulating um, chemicals, gender-bending soy, ooh, right? Give us, a, or do you want food? I recommend buying food. You got your water out there, what's in it? I recommend filtering that water. If you go to the preparedmind.club here, you can check out water filtering products. It'll get rid of that shit that's in our water, right? You're gonna need proper clothing, yeah, because it's gonna be a cold winter. And you don't know when they're gonna turn off the electricity or the natural gas or anything else that you need to keep yourself warm, right? We need to be prepared. That is the best protection or defense against what these idiots are doing and what they're intentionally doing. It's unbelievable. All right, Jolene, let's move on. I know we've got lots of people. Sally Sue says, fear porn, not food porn. <laughs> she said, I saw someone in the chat last night saying there were no food shortages. That was all food porn from the .gov to scare people. Whether the food shortages are natural or manufactured by the powers that be, I believe we will have shortages coming very soon. The shortages are real. They're not everywhere. Now, uh, I got a report from uh, someone who was in Orlando, Florida. And I don't know if it was someone named Orlando in Orlando, Florida. But it could have been someone named Orlando from Orlando, Florida. Orlando. <laughs> Anyways, uh, the store in question was not a mom and pop. It was not some jerk-off backwater recycled food store. It was none other than a Publix store. And Publix in the Florida and I think Georgia states, I've been told is like, it, it, you got one every two blocks. There's like 1,400 that's 1,400 grocery stores in this Publix chain. And they went into the Publix, not some off the, the beaten path, weird-ass Publix, on the main thoroughfare. And there was a difficulty getting coffee creamer. Coffee creamer, folks. Do you want Nestle or, or do you want... Um, uh, Name all the companies. I don't know who, who the, there's got to be five or six different manufacturers for coffee creamers, for God's sake. And there was very little coffee creamer, I was told, along with many other items in the store. And this is a huge chain that is extremely well managed. And they have some shortages of items. Now, I didn't ask all the other 1,399 stores how they were doing, but it's just odd. I mean, was this one area of Florida? Was it full of Juan Valdez's family and they just drink the ever-loving shit out of coffee? Or are we starting to see problems? We've been seeing problems starting here and starting there. We've been getting threats, threats here and there about chicken or pork or beef. We've heard threats about, you know, uh, uh, canned items. Thank God we haven't seen very, very bad stuff. But yeah, uh, is, is, is it food porn with the fear porn? Or is it becoming more of an issue? We're going to find out. 
All right, Jolene, let's move on if we shall. We got 15 minutes left in the broadcast and a lot of questions. Kathy Lamaster checks in and says, on a positive note, just got back from the District of Criminals and the food producers are supposed to be getting more assistance and focus this coming year with the farm bill. Uh, that's interesting, Kathy. I, I wish I knew more about the farm bill. Typically, what I understand a farm bill to be is subsidies for farmers. Now, I've got to tell you that if farmers are producing food, I think we ought to make sure they keep producing food. Right now, typically market prices determine how much is paid for food. Uh, but like all other markets, they're manipulated. Right. There's a lot of commodities in the food world that are. Uh, shall we say, manipulated on Wall Street, right? If it costs uh, $20 to produce a bushel of corn, but the market thinks it's only worth 18, right? While the grocery market or the supermarket says it's worth 30, right? You can guess what the price really should be, right? Because the, the market, the supermarket price will bear out 30. But people on Wall Street, they love shorting stuff. So whether it's copper or computer chips or corn, right? They're going to play their games and fuck with the price of things. And that screws up the farmers. Now, subsidizing farmers, keeping them producing food, I think is critical because I like to eat food. I don't like to eat uh, genetically modified crap. I certainly don't like to eat soy and fake meat, and I won't, nor will I eat bugs, and even bugs have to be farmed. What I don't like, though, is the federal government saying, hey, John Q. Smith, you pig farmer, we're going to pay you not to farm. We're going to subsidize not farming in this country, which has been something that has occurred in the past. Is the government saying, yeah, yeah, there's just too much corn out there. It's hurting the prices. What? Then you export it to other countries where they need food. I think every ounce of food needs to be produced and provided to people, right? I would rather pay a million dollars and ship food over to Africa or Asia or South America or Australia or somewhere. I'd rather pay a million dollars to ship it somewhere than pay a million dollars to have farmers plow it the fuck under. See what I'm saying? Either way, we're spending the million dollars. Why don't we make sure that food goes somewhere or that it can be used? I don't think it's a bad idea. I don't like the idea of subsidizing people to not produce food. But, you know, government. They're smart. Okay, Jolene, who do we have up next? We've got Bonnie Blue 2A. Uh, oh, good golly. Bonnie Blue checks in and says, the farm bill is 85% EBT food stamps. That is, I guess it goes into the USDA Food and Drug Administration uh, funding to give people free stuff. So 15% goes to farmers, I guess, and the other 85, according to Bonnie Blue, goes to people who don't work or produce jack shit in this country. Well, I guess that makes sense. Not because it makes dollars and cents, not because it makes intelligent sense, but because that seems to fit with what we see happening in this world. Okay, wonderful news. Chimney Crickets, Mikey G says, what about the train railroad union strike? Any updates? Yes, I'll give you an update. 
um, the unions are going to continue to ask for way more in terms of pay and benefits while the rest of us are stuck sitting on our thumbs and not getting anything except the screw job. Now, I, I do appreciate uh, in some way or some ways the fact that unions are trying to get better wages for their, you know, members. But I just don't see it helping us to cause a strike to shut down the rail systems. The rail systems, folks, I think are necessary. I don't want them nationalized because, yeah, the federal government runs everything so well that they do a better job. Right? Unions, right? They, they've done a lot. People coming together to tell corporations, you're abusing the shit out of us. We don't like it. Funny, though, how unions abuse the hell out of us, right? Corporations abuse the hell out of us, and nobody stops them when it comes to banking, right? You know, we got that little company uh, called PayPal. PayPal, they wanted to steal $2,500 out of your bank account. If you dare say men can't get pregnant or children shouldn't be able to decide their own gender, or to say that, you know, see, I, I can't even say most of the words I want to say. I can't say anything about the election of 2020 for fear of them slapping duct tape over my mouth. Right. Unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, we can't stop. Nobody seems to be standing up to PayPal. Well, I'll tell you what, you guys and many others are saying, you know what, PayPal, F you. You don't get to tell us what to do. We're going to take our money out of your PayPal bank, you know? So yeah, but are unions doing anything to help all of us or are unions like a, a special interest group that only gives a shit about themselves? You see, that's the accusation that they go after corporations with is all you care about is yourselves. Uh, you are not thinking about your workers. Well, hello unions. What about the rest of the country? You know, you want to pad your pockets and give yourself a big fat raise. I get it. I understand it. Who doesn't want a big fat raise? Right. But what about the rest of the country? How about if unions do this? How about if unions, the railroad unions, this is something I could get behind. The railroad unions tell the government, the U.S. government, you must cut your taxes by 50%. You're going to cut the taxes of the people by 50%. Or we're going to go on strike. Shit, I'd get behind that. Then the government would say, but, 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 but well, we, can't, we can't tax them. Who are we going to tax? I tell you what, you tax corporations. Stop taxing people and tax corporations. And then if corporations make a lot of money, then they can pay the taxes. I know this is odd, right? Well, but John, then they're going to raise their prices. Great. Let them raise their prices. Then we can decide where we want to shop and if we want to shop. And then when we go to buy a product, we'll pay more for it. And then we'll participate in the system based on how much we're willing to spend and stop paying the government to spend our money and take it for us or from us and spending it how they want. You know, with that type of system, which is actually what the country was designed to run on. Not an income tax, but taxing other items like imports and exports. 
right? Taxing where government has true taxing authority and not taxing what we make, but taxing what we purchase through corporations or businesses, if you will. Anyways, that's kind of a, it's a long, dark hallway to go down and we're not going to get there. But that would be where I would definitely support unions if they're trying to help everybody out. All right, let's move on if we shall, though. I'll get off that high horse. Charles Gentry checks in and says, question, what is the fastest, cheapest way to end supply issues for the elites? <laughs> uh, what's the fastest, cheapest way to end supply issues for the elites? Boy, this feels like kind of a loaded question. You know, am I supposed to answer this uh, sardonically or am I supposed to answer this honestly? Am I supposed to take the, the elite's side? Uh, the fastest, cheapest way to end supply issues, folks, is to remove government bureaucracy. That's right. Remove government bureaucracy. They get in the way. If environmental social governance, that is to say, corporations taking responsibility for themselves to impress investors, then do we really need the government slapping constraints, controls, and uh, roadblocks and impediments in front of companies trying to increase our supply of things like oil, energy, food, other commodities? If the governments of the world got the hell out of the way, then guess what? There would be no supply issues. Well, there might be some environmental impact there, John. Well, I thought these environmental social governance rules are supposed to make things better. Well, yeah, except for the corporations that are engaged in buying commodities overseas from countries that are just ravaging their environment and then making us feel guilty for what we do over here. Or for those who think they're saving the environment, right? glad handing themselves and patting themselves on the back and congratulating one another for buying an EV. Oh, you're so good. Way to go. You bought from that company. You've reduced your carbon footprint by increasing it tenfold in another country where they can't handle their toxic waste properly. But don't worry about it. You'll feel good here as you drive down the street and turn your fucking nose up at everyone else. Unbelievable. <laughs> if you're going to buy an EV, do it because you want a lower cost of operation, not because you're saving the planet. Anyways, uh, <laughs> good stuff. It's all good stuff, folks. We got to keep balanced. We got to keep our heads on a swivel and keep them on straight. We got Bonnie Blue 2A, and she says, I think it is hilarious that they are gluing themselves to the floors. Here we go. Put tape over their mouths and walk around them. Uh, you know what? Uh I actually uh, think a lot of things could be done to them. If they are impeding us, we ought to be able to react towards them. If they want to glue themselves to the streets and cause trouble, I think we ought to be able to pelt them with tomatoes. Right? I think we ought to be able to harass them, make their lives more difficult for every amount of difficulty they've made for us. I hate being stuck in traffic, folks because something bad has happened by some asshole somewhere else, right? One idiot can cause thousands of people to be late or to frustrate them or to piss them off or to aggravate them or to cost them, oh my God, right? These people that glue themselves to the street, guess what? Cars have to sit there and idle and waste fuel because these idiots have a political message to deliver. 
yeah, they're actually making things worse and nobody, folks, appreciates them or likes what they do or thinks it's going to do a damn thing. But yeah, glue yourselves to the street, you idiots. Go ahead and chain yourself to a wall. And I am certain, folks, that priceless works of art, even behind bulletproof glass, are actually duplicates or replicas or copies because they can't trust these fucking idiots out here anymore. I certainly don't trust these leftist lunatics. All they do is cause trouble for others. Let's move on if we shall. We have Christine Bihana checking in. She says, have you heard of Michael White? He's running for governor of Arkansas. I got swept up watching that debate from three days ago. He is very articulate, intelligent, and level-headed. The Republican answered along the rhino narrative, and the Democrat followed the narrative word for word. But this guy might be someone to watch. I don't agree with everything he said, but he soared way above. Well, I tell you what, Christine, when it comes to a general election, uh, I have to say it is always better to vote for a Republican than a Democrat. Because we know the Democrats will lie all they can and pretend to be as conservative as needed just to get elected, if at all. And if they, if they can and they can get away with it, they will run so far to the left, 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 right? The, over into stupid land yeah, where it's okay to uh, groom children and destroy America and attack cops and burn down buildings and murder people. That's how far they'll run if, we, if they can get away with it. So I, I hope this Republican is both articulate and not just well-meaning, but truly grounded in the fundamental belief that freedom, liberty, are what make America and the world a better place. Let's hope. Let's hope you have a DeSantis coming there. And remember, uh, some places, it takes a little while for people to catch on to this idea of freedom, right? Because they weren't talking about freedom in 2016. That's right. During the 2016 presidential election, there was no discussion of freedom. It was about giving money away and this and that and the other, but nothing about freedom. And it wasn't until Trump was attacked that he was like, oh, shit, I guess freedom's important. Free speech is important. The Second Amendment's important. The Fourth and Fifth Amendment, those are pretty important. So freedom, liberty, the idea of limited government and empowered people, it's popular, but we have to educate and educate. But, I mean, every governor in the country would do well, every Republican governor, to mimic Governor DeSantis as much as they can because he is the most freedom-loving governor in the country. The people there admire him, whether you're talking about business folks or freaking bikers, whether you're talking about farmers or just run-of-the-mill everyday Joes like me. Right, Those people down there in Florida love that governor. And uh, there you have it. All right, let us move on. We're at the one-hour mark, and I want to get everyone in that I can. We got Bonnie Blue. She says, two weeks before those U.S. petrodollars come back to the USA from Saudi Arabia, and they will. Will this have an inflationary impact? The answer is yes. It's going to have an impact. What that impact is, I do not know, because the Federal Reserve will shred that money, burn that money, hand it out. Right? They're going to do everything they can to hide the inflationary impact of their policies. They have been known to lie, cheat, and steal as good as any other criminal. And folks, just because they run the bank doesn't mean they're not criminals. 
In fact, mark my words, the most successful criminals are the ones that run the banks. So let's keep an eye on that if we shall, Bonnie. Thank you again for your great support over the years. Moving along, we've got Charles Gentry who checks in and says, honesty is the best way. In my opinion, let us fight it out with each other and then deal with winners. Take the resources. Country down, done, and the population out of the way. Uh, we're going to have that fight. It's, it's, I don't see any other choice than to go down that road. And it will be distasteful. It'll be painful. It'll be ugly. It will be inhumane. It will have very powerful consequences for our future. But that's the way we're going. If we do not have that fight, thank you, Jolene. You've been awesome as usual. Everyone, give a hand to Jolene. Um, if we don't have that fight, that means we've acquiesced to someone else telling us what we should do and think and how to behave. And I don't believe in giving up like that. This country, America, was the greatest country this planet has ever seen in known history because it believed and was founded by the people and for the people. And freedom was number one. And government was restricted and considered a necessary evil in order to deal not with the people, but with other countries. And that government was restricted and told, you will leave your own people alone. That's not your job. They are free. And now what do we have? A government that tells its people what to do, as well as interfere with other countries. Freedom and liberty for us, the people. Our rights are paramount and first and held and should be held above all other government authority. It's not a model that is not, <clears throat> shall we say, uh, consistent with modern uh, socio-political dynamics. In other words, we haven't as a civilization evolved past where <clears throat> freedom can't exist that we were so advanced now that we must have government controlling us. That is a line of shit. And I don't buy it. I don't buy shit folks. And I don't buy bugs for dinner. I sure hope you don't either. And that you are fully prepared with all those things you need because chance favors the prepared mind. Godspeed to you all, wherever you are on the planet, whether you're in America or abroad and Semper Fi means always faithful to what you know is right what your eyes tell you, not what these wacko lunatics want you to believe. I'll be back zero dark 30, first thing tomorrow. Keep a sharp eye out. You'll see me.